Hello, everyone. Welcome to Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk. With host Earl Motes and me, Doreen Davis. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to, we're going to, uh, we decided to speak randomly this morning. We have no plan. We're just going to go randomly. And, you know, this morning at home, um, I was praying and I asked the Lord, I said, God, you know, the ears that will hear this podcast, you know, the needs of each of these people who are listening in and Holy Spirit, I just ask that you guide our words that will inspire, that will encourage them in moving forward, that will give them, that will meet the need that they, that they need to hear this morning. And, um, and I would also like to say hello to all of those in Canada who are listening in, all those in California, all those in Arizona and Washington, Ohio, Indiana, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Florida, and Georgia, and all the other states that I didn't mention, we would like to say hello to you and thank you for listening in. So... We're going to get started, and like I said, we're going to talk randomly this morning, however way the Holy Spirit leads us, and we just hope that it will touch your hearts, heal your hearts in whatever areas you need healing in, or uh, if you have a need that God will just, that'll, it'll direct you in having that need met in some way. Amen. Amen. Hey, Earl, go ahead. Well, I was going to let you go first, but (laughs) but I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, Gentlemen first. I was thinking on the way coming over this morning, um, looking around us and looking around at what's going on in the world and what's going on in in our country and what's going on around the world, not just in our country. The Bible gives us a, a little scenario. It says, now abides faith, hope, and charity. And the greatest of these is charity, and we know that that word charity means love. But I want to talk a little bit more about hope, Mm -hmm. because you can lose hope in a situation like we look at what's going on. Our troops are getting killed around the world, and and we're almost in a, you might as well say, a World War III right now. We're getting ready to go that way, and I'm not so sure that we shouldn't, but... uh, the economy, the, the the border, the things that's going on in our country, but I but it would be easy for us to lose hope. But my hope, and Doreen's hope, and people who know the Lord, their hope is not in the economy, their hope is not in our military, the ho- our hope is not in atomic weapons, it is in God Almighty and Jesus Christ. Yes, because. As long as we have Christ in our life and as long as we have Jesus, we have hope beyond hope. And if we can see hope, then it's not hope anymore. Right. What we don't see and we hope for is what what keeps us going. Because I always hope that everything's going to get a little bit better and everything's going to move up and we're, yes. we're going to get we're going to get a little bit stronger. And, but the thing, the thing that where I see hope being lost is in God's people mm-hmm. because we see so many charlatans and so many people who have 
perverted the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. Yeah. They're selling out the gospel. They're, they're, they're propagating things that just don't come to pass. They're prophesying things that don't come to pass. So it would be easy if we focused on those kind of things that we lo- lost all of our hope and we would just wander around. Yeah. But every morning when I get up, I get up and I get up with hope in my heart. Now, I've been hearing a lot lately about things called anxiety. Mm-hmm. And Doreen and I have been talking about this some. But anxiety is not something that Christians should be cultivating in their life. Right. Because anxiety brings on depression. Mm-hmm. If I get up in the morning and I don't, I, I see what's going on and I say, well, wait a minute here. Why should I really worry? Why should I, why should I? try to build a home or, you know, people right. trying to build families. And you look at your kids that your are coming on behind mm-hmm. you. Doreen's got a couple of, of well, one's, what, 20 now, 21? She's going to be 21 next month. So these children, they have to have, they, we have to build their hope. Yes. We have to make sure that they don't lose hope and because this is what turns them into into things that like drugs and things of this nature, mm-hmm. this is a prop up, and and because they have no hope in things yeah. that's going on, they, uh, and and they hear, and we got to be awful careful that we don't talk that mm-hmm. that much in front of them, right? Because we don't say those things. But I'm going to tell you this: that I have gone through some hard times in my life. I have had some very, very down times in my life where things didn't go anywhere near what I thought they were going to. Mm-hmm. But I didn't put on a false face. When I walked into the bank and I just kind of joked around with those ladies that are mm-hmm. my or, or they know my him money. by heart, yeah. They know my name, they know who I am. They see me coming and they I tell them to they're going to have to arm wrestle to see which one's going to wait on me because they love me so much. <laughs> yes. But but the thing about it is that's not phony. That is not that's no. that's just me. That's the way I've always been yes. all my lifetime. When and and at one time in my life I lost a hundred thousand dollars in too much time of income. Well, yeah, you take a slash at that one <laughs> in your life and. And you you could lose hope. Yeah. And but the thing about it is, I knew that I was the one who made that. Mm-hmm. And with the Lord's help, I could do that again. Mm-hmm. I never did. I never made all of that back. But I got along just fine. Mm-hmm. And and when you have the rug just jerked out from and under you. Yeah. Now last last week, Doreen said some things about a water heater. Okay. Now to you. That may not mean much, mm-hmm. you know. That could have said you could say, "Well, that that's that's immaterial," but it isn't. If you get up and you don't have any hot water, <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's not now. That's not a catastrophe, and that's not something to lose hope over. But it's something that's going to antagonize you just a little bit. Well, and I have I have also a history in that area. Um, <laughs> you know, when I was a teenager, uh, we lived in Ripley, Ohio. And most of the town was was um, it was Catholic. Few few there were few Baptists, and we went to a little Baptist church there. And we had moved from Naples, Florida, and we were we were in Ohio for a couple of years. And for the first time, Chris and I felt 
we were at a place where we felt like we belonged in high school. We got to participate in the dances and the basketball games, and we were majorettes. We did the pom-pom routines, baton, and the flags. And, you know, for the first time, we felt like we belonged. But I got I will tell you this. It, news traveled fast in that town. My dad fell off the wagon, and... Rumors were going on about him in the town, and there were some really bad things a friend of mine will never share with me because he wants to protect me. I'm still friends with him to this day. And uh, we went through some very hard times there, humiliating times. We had no hot water because my dad drank the money. We had no heat. Wow. We had to hang, my mom hung our clothes up on the line. And this, and this boy that I liked in high school, he's my friend to this day. Well, <laughs> mom hung all of our clothes up on the line outside. And I'm like, and he was up um, uh, with, he went to a vocational school where the bus would take him to school, to my school, because he lived right across the street. And then from my school, you know, he he drove by my house every day that 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 bus drove by my house. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's going to see my underwear hanging up on that clothesline. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Lord, I hope my mom had the sense to hide those things and not let anybody see them. Well, anyway, we had rough times there. And, you know, and I'm just going to be real here. It was so rough. That, you know, girls have needs. We didn't have the money for those needs to be met. A, a girl has a monthly cycle. So when we got to school, we had to go to the nurse's office to get what we needed. And my twin sister, I, I was so embarrassed and humiliated. I had her get mine for me because I just, I was embarrassed and I couldn't do that. And I will tell you this, mom packed our lunches sometimes in a bread bag because she couldn't afford paper bags for us. So my sister and I had our, our, our we waited for everybody to go to, to the lunchroom, but she and I, would, we, we would go to the lo- our locker and get our lunch and we'd go to the bathroom and eat in the bathroom stall so nobody would see our bread bags. I thought we were poor, but we did have brown bags. Yeah. That's how bad it was. And then my mom and dad split, and then mom moved us into a trailer. We moved out of the farmhouse. And um, Chris and I got us, we got a job, and we were very happy with our jobs. And uh, we, um, we had money. We had money to meet our needs. And then mom and dad got together again, and we had to quit our jobs. And that upset us a bit because that meant we were going to do without again. But my parents, they fell off the wagon with God at that time when we moved back to Rip, when we moved to Ripley. They backslid, but it, I never did. I stayed with the Lord, and my eyes were on Him no matter what I saw my parents doing. And I did have a moment, hey, they're doing that. I can go have a drink of a beer, and yeah, I did. I sure did. I thought, I'm going to do that, too, because they're doing it. But then I got a hold of myself, and I said, no, I'm not going their way. I'm not going to go in the direction that they're going in. 
And my dad, I remember my dad saying, so you all, you, you talk about hopelessness. My dad, I heard my dad say to his brother, I can't wait to get them married off, talking about my twin sister and I. And I thought, oh, that I got to tell you, that made me so mad. That made me so furious inside. I thought to myself, I got news for you, buddy. I'm not going to be like you. I'm not going to be like you. And I'm not going to be like my mom. I am going to do the things of the Lord and I'm going to go his way and I'm going to do it right. So God was my hope. He was my only hope. We moved back to Naples, Florida. Thank God we did. My parents got back in line and um, we're back in church and they were almost going into Mormonism. I don't know if I said that right, but that's how I'm saying it. When we were in Ohio, I'm thinking, what in the world are you thinking? Mm -hmm. You know, we went to First Assembly of God, and you're thinking about because of these other, this other family, uh, because they're Mormons. Don't let people, we can't let people pull us into something that isn't real. Mormonism is a, it's, 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 um, well, I'm just going to say it's not the real God. And to some, it might, you know, to some Mormons, yes, they do have God. They have the real God, but some do not. And I can tell you what, this family did not. And that's the only way I can explain that. So um, anyway, back to the water heater. We had no hot water. We had to, war- we had to heat our water. So I, I know what it's like to live in tough times. <laughs> and so then, you know, in, when I, you know, there was a time in my married life when uh, my husband had lost his job. And I'm just going to say it that way. He lost his job. And um, so things got a little rough. We had gas, hot water heater, and gas was, we just didn't have the funds to fill the gas tank up. So we had no hot water. Same difference. Yeah. So this was a, this, but this was not a tankless <laughs> water heater. Yeah. This was a big gas water heater. I don't know who made those things anyway. Yeah. So we had no water then. And then I thought, well, I'll just call the YMCA. It just came to me. I'll just call the YMCA. I'm just making a long story short. And, oh, you can take a shower here. It's free. I thought, praise the Lord. And I was pregnant with my son. I think I was five months pregnant. And, man, my daughter to this day, she remembers I danced a jig. She said, Mama, you look like a frog. (laughs) I danced a jig because we could go to the YMCA and have hot water. So So this hot water thing... You know, I appreciate Better. hot water. I appreciate having heat. I appreciate having toilet paper. I appreciate having paper towels. I appreciate those things. Mm-hmm. And I never take those things for granted. And you know what else? I was thinking the other day, I was paying my bills uh, yesterday. Thank you, Lord. That, time that I can pay my bills. Thank you, Jesus. That is a blessing yes, it is. to be able to pay your bills. It's a blessing to be able to trust in the Lord. When you're doing right, you can walk in peace because you have the Lord. When you don't have the Lord, you're not going to walk in peace. This world does not have God. 
They're not walking in peace. And any believer that starts thinking of anxiety, starts allowing anxieties to come upon them, that's the opposite of peace. Yes, it is. And if there's, and you're walking in the opposite of peace, you have to ask yourself, am I really walking in the Lord? Mm-hmm. That's a question. That's a good question to ask yourselves. Yeah. Well, back to, back to the hope portion that I mentioned earlier. You can't see me because we're not on video, but I'm holding in my hand God's letter mm-hmm. to the world. Yes. It's called the Bible. I have three words to say to everybody listening to this podcast. Read the book. Yes. Read the book. I get so tired of people calling me, of all people now. God has poured into my life unbelievable portions of the Word of God. I I am so sure that I know mm-hmm. what I know. And you say, who are you? Well, I'm nobody, but God uses nobodies mm-hmm. okay, all the time. And I came out of a little old farmhouse, two-bedroom house. I said, we had a two-bedroom house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you stepped out of the living room down into the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a split level. And we all slept in the same room. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we graduated up, you know what I'm saying. But And I have made enormous sums of money in my lifetime. I have a high school education. I got a little, little bit of supervisory skills and stuff from college, but didn't go to college, couldn't afford it. But I've made more money than a lot of college professors make. Mm-hmm. But, but God tells us in the Bible what to do. If you have a question about something, go to the book. Mm-hmm. If you have, if you don't know what God thinks about sin, go to the book. If you don't know what God thinks about divorce, go to the book. If you don't know what God thinks about uh, drinking or smoking or all of those things that we call sins, mm-hmm. which <laughs> you know you can you can write work that one out for yourself. But God has he. You want to know what God thinks about homosexuality? Read for first first chapter Romans. It'll tell you exactly what he thinks about that. If you want to know what God thinks about transgenders, look in the book. If you want to know what the end time's going to look like, read the book. Mm-hmm. You go you go from Genesis to Revelation, and and it's it's a story of God all the way through there, and it's all pointing to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It's all all it all culminated in Him. He He was the final thing. And he has complete and total authority. He's sitting at the right hand of God right now. He has total authority. He's not exercising all of his authority in this world because he's giving us free reign. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, read the book. I have people call me and, and, and say, does the Bible say so-and-so? I said, no, it doesn't say that. Whoever said that told you wrong. Mm-hmm. But read the book. Read it for yourself. Uh, I would dare say... And I'm going to to step way out here on a limb and say that 90% of the Christian people in this country never pick up a Bible. Never pick it up. Some people read it. 
That's true. But some people, I, we used we used to have Bible quizzes in the church, uh-huh. and I had we had we had girls who had master's degrees and couldn't quote John three sixteen. Yeah. And so I'm just telling you, it's in the book. God started over in Genesis, and He wrote us a book all the way through to Revelation. Yeah. It's called the Bible. Right. And in that Bible is everything you need to know about life. Mm-hmm. And so. Don't don't take somebody's word for something. Don't listen to some preacher right. that's going to tell you if you, you send your money here out. and there. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get re- just read the book for yourself. Yeah, because you know the devil knows the book inside and out. Yes, he does. He knows how to twist and turn, and don't think for one minute that he doesn't use people from the pulpit. That's why it's important that you get to know the Bible so you can look up, hey, what is he talking about? Because this is kind of, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you get, uh, if you're listening to a message and then you're getting a, that light bulb going off, that question mark, oh, I don't know, I need to check this out. You better listen to that question mark. You better listen to that light bulb because I'm going to tell you what, the, the Bible, it is life. It is. It is hope, it's peace, it's direction, it gives us direction how to live, it gives direction on making decisions. The Bible is healing, it tells us yes. how, to, how we can be healed. You know, it gives us direction how to receive healing, how to pray for others, how to speak the word, how to speak things into our lives that are good. You know, it says life and death are in the power of the word uh, or in the power of the tongue. So we can speak life over ourselves and others or we can speak death. And I'm going to tell you something that is real. The Bible is like a magical book. When you get to know the Bible, every time you read it, you're, you're like if there's a chapter, every time you read that same chapter, you're going to find something different. Mm-hmm. God's going to begin to give you a revelation and something you're like, oh, and then a light bulb goes off I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't see that before. This is why it's important because with, with everything that's going on in the world today, mm-hmm. if you don't know that Bible you're not going to be able to turn to God. You're not going to be able to stand up. You're going to lose your hope and you're going to give up and you're going to allow those anxieties to set in because you don't know the Bible. You don't know who God is. Knowing the Bible is learning about who he is, learning about how you have a relationship with him. Having a relationship with him is just not just about saying a prayer. God, come to forgive me for all my sins. I ask that you come into my life and that you that you lead my life. He can't leave he can't lead your life without you getting to know him in his word. You can't just say a prayer. You have to get to know him. You have to, you have to build that relationship just like a couple, just like friends. To be friends and to be a couple, you got to talk. Mm-hmm. You got to get to know each other. Yep. You can, that's how you build a relationship. Building a relationship with God, it's reading the word, but it's also talking to him and it's also listening to him. If you only, if you only spoke to your husband or your wife, you never, you never spoke to them. You never had, never come, never conversed with them. How long do you think that marriage is going to last? 
because <laughs> see, but see, you are married to Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if you're a Christian, so you need to you need to communicate with Him. Not just you do all the talking, mm-hmm. but you let Him talk to you. Yes. And it, because every time you do, now you would think you would think that people who were given the oracles of God, like the Jewish people, you would think that they would know that every time I do wrong, I get punished. Every time I put up idols, I get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Every, t- every time I promote homosexuality, I get burned up. Yeah. So, but they didn't learn. Right. And each every time, every king would come along. Every once in a while, they'd say, oh, he was a good king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he followed David. God must have thought a lot of David because he bragged on David a lot. But but then the next guy would say, he came along, like Biden came along, destroyed everything Donald Trump done. <laughs> so so they came along, destroyed everything David did. Mm-hmm. And they put up idols. They did a lot of stuff. Well, they'd say they didn't follow. They didn't follow what David did, so they, they failed. And... And Ahab was Ahab was an old king, and, and it said, this was terrible to have this said about you. Mm-hmm. It said, he was more wicked than all the kings <laughs> that had been before him. I said, well, I'll tell you why. He had a wife more wicked than he. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what he didn't think of, she come along and pushed him into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> So, so not really but, funny, but yes, but 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 you have you have to learn. You yeah. have to learn to walk with God. Walk in this is light. Yeah, it's light, and I'll tell you what: history repeats itself. Yes, it does. When you go back in the Bible, we're seeing things repeating Watch itself it. today. I've been I've been reading Ezekiel, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. what I'm reading here. I, one day I opened the Bible the to Ezekiel and I thought, okay, I just feel like I'm supposed to read this. And I opened it up to Ezekiel and I started reading. I'm like, holy cow, this is exactly what's happening today. The Jewish women were slaughtered. And guess what's happened today? Yep. The Jewish women. Mm-hmm. Why is it, Earl? Why is it? I know. Why is it that the women get the worst part of it is it because they bring in they they bring in life they give birth to life what 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 is why are women getting why are they is it because they know it's going to hurt the men worse yep it's 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 a get back at the men because you know there was a i was reading yesterday and and this is this is because God has a plan. He has a plan for everything. It, it, it it's all worked out. He it's he had this plan for thousands of years before he ever made the world. Mm-hmm. It said uh, all of these things. All these things was in the mind of God. He did this. Okay, so there was there was a there was some there was a, a nation here that that uh, they 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 killed all of their uh, all of their women. Mm-hmm. They killed all of their women. So. The, 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 and and Israel did this. They killed all of the women. They went in and killed all the women. But these were some of the Israelite people who were actually were rebelling against God, and so they they took them out. But so they said, "What are we going to do? They will they will they're God's people, and they'll cease to be a nation because they have no women." Mm-hmm. So they said, "This is funny." <laughs> they said, "Get all of the dancing girls." And these were prostitutes. These all dancing girls, mm-hmm. and get them dancing, and let the men hide in the woods. 
<laughs> and while the girls are dancing, run out and grab them a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so they they propagated the race again. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, the women women are so important yeah. to to God's plan. Come mm-hmm. on, why do you think He made Eve? Right, you understand? Mm-hmm. And 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 I always have I always have this vision. I don't know if I've said this to you before. Adam and Eve must have been one handsome couple. Mm-hmm. Because God, there's a lot of good-looking people in the world today. Mm-hmm. And there's some ugly people. But 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 these people had to be the most <laughs> handsome two people on God's planet. Yeah. Now, the Jewish women, the Jewish women in the Bible were so beautiful. They still are. There's a... Uh, they age don't age good, but the young Jewish women are beautiful. Yeah, they are. And and you look, you read about Ruth, you read about the people in Esther and some of those that was and even even the old king's wife, mm-hmm. you know that that they were so pretty. Abraham's wife was so pretty. Now she wasn't young, mm-hmm. but she was so pretty that he was afraid. That the men would kill him to get her, mm-hmm. and so he said, "She's my sister." Well, he didn't lie; she was his half sister. <laughs> so, <laughs> so people said, said Abraham lied. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Don't the truth. But but the women are so important, and you 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 brought up a good point. So the way you get back at the men is take the women away from them. Yeah. Right. And because without the women, can't have no more race. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. And 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 I think that. In some of those Arab nations, I think they're so looked down. The I like to castrate every one of those men, not just castrate them, but hang them by the balls. And yes, I'm saying that and everything else and then kill them. I, that, 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 you mean the ones that, that? The ones that attack these women. Well, they'll pay. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they're paying now. And, and maybe not as bad as they should, but <laughs> they're paying. Not as not as cruel as you were. <laughs> but uh, well, com- you know, you know what though, compared to what they did to those women, that's, that's, that's not that's, cruel. That's not cruel. That's easy. No, that's easy. They got by easy. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Enough of that. <laughs> All right, I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's just, that's where we are, and 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 I'm glad we I'm glad we got this going today because I I, I was looking at this so. Uh, and it would be easy for me to look at what to, you know if you watch the news you get you say oh man what's the use mm-hmm. you know but the but the use is that you're valuable to god and and you're just one person but you're extremely valuable to god because especially if you have jesus christ living inside of you mm-hmm. you you are valuable uh catherine Kuhlman said something one time and never will, never will forget this she said god she she gave up her her love of her life. Mm-hmm. The man that she absolutely adored. She put she put him. She got in a cab and drove off and left him, because God called her and to do something. And she said, she made this statement. She said, "God, I'm a nobody. But if you can use a nobody, then here I am." And boy, did he ever use her. And and so. There's also a story behind that too. Yeah. Um, she, he was holding her back. He did not want her. No, he didn't. Well, naturally, he wouldn't. 
Yeah. And and that's another reason why a woman who is strong and in ministry, she can't marry a man who has an ounce of jealousy mm-hmm. because he will squash her and hold her back and keep her from being used of the Lord because it's important that he look like number one. Yeah. It's important that he look like the big wig. It's important that he look like he know more. Well, he's not going to let her outshine him. You know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wrap this up. All righty. So, you know, talking about hope, you know, we're talking about the word. Um, God is our only hope. You know, I can write a book about my life. And all I can say to you all, from my heart, God has been my source. Mm-hmm. He has been my hope. Still is. Still is. I live my life for him every day. He's my hope. He's my source. He's my life. He's my peace. Without him, I wouldn't have peace. Without him, I wouldn't have direction. He's my direction. He's our direction every day, not just once in a while. It's an everyday thing. And, you know, I, I if I don't have time with him, If I'm not spending time with him or in the word, I will tell you, anxiety tries to come on me. Oh, it does. I, 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 I get restless. And when that starts to happen, I'm thinking, uh oh, I didn't have my time with him. It's been a few days. I can't let a day go by without having that moment, you know, so This is why, this is how we get rid of anxieties. This is how we get rid of fear because you see every word in the Bible is true. And there's, uh, there's rumors going around and there's people feeding others. Well, everything in the Bible isn't true. There's another book. There's another book out there that's telling the truth. And it's thrown a daughter, my daughter, one of my daughter's friends off. And he's starting to believe this stuff. The Bible is what God wants us to see. And anything outside of that, we're not to question. If he wants us to know something, he'll reveal it to us. And But he wants us to know the gist of who he is and how us and how we are to get through life, how we are to succeed. The Bible is success. It goes from hurts to healing from poverty to success, from black to giving, we're to have a giving heart in every way, not just giving financially. We're to have a giving heart of each other to one another. This is hope. And when we give to each other, like this morning, we're giving to you all, speaking, giving our own personal testimonies sharing our sharing our hearts and our knowledge this is giving hope and reaching out to give hope we're to edify each other and build each other up but if we're around people who are going to constantly tear us down or make us feel like we're not important and that we're nothing then it's time to separate ourselves from those people god is a god of his word 
He is a God of love and a God of peace and a God who wants you to know you are somebody. You are important. You are someone. And what is what and the things that are going on in this world is not going to affect God's people. Because our eyes are on him. This is why it's so important for you to be in the word and have that relationship with him. Because if you don't, you're not going to make it. You're going to fall. And it's not going to be pretty and it's not going to feel good. But with the Lord, there is hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And I want to encourage every one of you to please Get to know who he is if you don't know who he is. It's not just about hearing a sermon in church. It's not just about sitting in church. The devil sits in church every Sunday, too. He knew he knows the word inside and out. He knows how to push your buttons, and he knows who to use and how uh, and how they should say it to you. That's why you got to get your eyes in the Bible. You got to get to know the word so you can speak against those things. And, and, and don't, and to reject the negative things. You can't reject them if you don't have strength. The only place to get strength is from the Bible and getting to know who Jesus is. Amen. Amen. Okay. I think, I, I think I've said enough and I don't need to repeat myself. The Lord finished up the book, the last word in the book. Amen. 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 (laughs) So that brings us to the end of our podcast. Thank you all for listening in. We hope what we shared will be beneficial and inspiring and will encourage you to walk in the light and be the light everywhere you go. We'll encourage you get to know who Jesus is, get to know him in the word. That's going to be your strength. That's going to give you power and authority over all the negative things. And it will keep you on the straight and narrow path and bring you into joy, peace, light and love so if you enjoyed our podcast and we want to give a special thanks to amy mann of christian television network if you i wanted to say cleveland (laughs) i always want to say cleveland for some reason one and the same (laughs) so if you enjoy our podcast we would love to hear from you be sure to come back next week for our next discussion until then this is straight shooters straight where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk. God bless you all, and have an awesome weekend, and we love you. Amen.